Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. He's back. We have former officer Brandon Tatum, author of Beaten Black and Blue, being a black cop in an America under siege. Welcome. Dr. Rishi, thank you for having me back. Absolutely, brother. Always fun chopping it up with you, sir. I don't want to presume what you know or believe about taxation in America or the Build Back Better plan. So give us your sentiment about it. So, you know, my my whole sentiment on taxation, you know, in many ways I think that our country has overtaxed its citizens and and people like uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her whole push to tax the wealthy, I think is a a strategy that's not going to be successful. Um it has proven throughout history that it's not successful. People that are multi-billionaires, these multi-billionaire companies or multi-billion dollar companies, they are not going to pay taxes like uh you and I, uh, presumably that you're in the middle class. Uh, they're not going to pay taxes. So any any level of leverage that the government tried to impose on people through taxation, I think is not the first and the most effective approach. That's really interesting. So you're for taxation of people in the middle class and poor people, but you don't think taxation is a proper remedy of revenue, uh, obtaining revenue uh, for the government as it relates to rich people. No, that's not that's not an accurate depiction of what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. I like Clarify as minimal taxes as possible on any citizen. What I'm saying is that the proposal that somehow the the wealthiest one percent is going to somehow be responsible for the highest tax payments. That's not going to happen. They are going to divert taxes unless we change the tax plan. They are not going to pay taxes. It's going to fall on the middle class, which I think is disingenuous from our government. I wish they would tell the truth. And so my whole thing is that I wish they would tax the public less. Use our yeah. money more effectively and wisely, and I think it's fair to tax everybody. You know, everybody should be taxed at a, at a fair rate. Um, the rich is no exception, and the poor is no exception. Okay, the issue is in the details because taxation uh, is a model that continues to fluctuate based on left-leaning policies, right-leaning policies. But if I told you, uh, brother, that left-leaning leaning policies, which which have a tendency to uh, tax wealthier individuals more, that left-leaning policies actually create a better economy for the average person. Would you believe me if I told you that? No, it, I wouldn't believe it if you told it to me and I don't see that being applicable in reality. Because we've had left-leaning presidents and Amazon still haven't paid uh, taxes. So <laughs> I okay. don't think that it sounds good, but I don't think it's, it's, a, it's a reality. Let me give you some facts and you can check these facts out anytime you get an opportunity. Um, this is a summary of Democratic presidents and Republican presidents, okay? Under Democratic presidents, black families' incomes grew on an average of about $1,000 annually, but only grew $142 under Republican presidents. The black unemployment rate fell by a net of almost 8% across 26 years of Democratic presidents, but it went up a net of 13.7% over the years, same amount of years under Republican presidents. Across the years of Democratic presidents, black poverty declined by a net brother of 23.6% and it grew. Poverty increased under Republicans in that same time frame. When Republicans held the White House, it actually grew by three percentage points, went in the opposite direction. Similar numbers exist for our black and brown brothers, for our Latino brother brothers as well. 
So line for line, when you look at American presidencies and left-leaning policies, the economy for everyday people, it does better. And it does massively better for those who are black people in the community. And GDP growth happens, increases happen under Democratic presidents more so than Republican presidents. That's 100% of the time in modern history. Democratic presidents have added jobs to the marketplace. We're talking about private sector jobs at a record rate. When President Barack Obama inherited the White House, they were hemorrhaging jobs at 750,000 to almost a million. He completely turned it around, still to this day, holds the record for the fastest private job growth ever, okay? So these are some actual economic facts that you can check out at the Bureau of Labor Statistics and some other agencies as well. So it's surprising to me, brother, that you're not aware that left-leaning policies have contributed to significant economic gains from GDP growth, private sector job creation, as well as household median income. And let me go to Donald Trump before you respond. Under Donald Trump, while more people had technical employment, because I know that's typically the pushback that more people were employed. More black people had technical employment, but that was because they were using a U3 rating system to determine employment. Rather than the U6 rating system, which actually determines if the employment is legit or not. So in the U3 rating system that Trump used, if you work for one hour in that survey month, you were considered to be employed. They provided no nuance to that data. And all you have to do is look at the conclusion of the data. While black people had more contact with technical employment under the U3 rating system, household median incomes fell by $600 to $800 with black families across this country. That's your average decline of household median income. So go ahead, brother. Okay, so uh, let me let me. I, I want to challenge the people who are watching this to say, listen, look at your independent or your own social economic status four years under Trump and right now. And, and if you remember under Barack Obama, look at your own individual status and you make a certain determination based on that. I think that your numbers, although may be factual, they are uh, deceptive because just because there's a <laughs> Democratic president, and no, no, listen, deceptive. Listen. Hear me, okay, hear me go out. ahead, brother. Just because there's a Democrat president or a Republican president does not necessarily mean the policies go Democrat or Republican way. When you look at Barack Obama, the House and Senate was run by Republicans. They had the House and the Senate. Under President Donald Trump, the House and Senate and the presidency was under Donald Trump initially into the midterms, and the Democrats had primarily, you know, mm-hmm. taken over the House and they had a lot of leverage in the Senate. You got you some go of your back politics history, wrong. Many, you got some of your politics many, wrong on that. Many policies that are put in place um, have a lot to do with what happens in Congress. When you talk right. about passing budgetary funds, when you talk about laws, they all get passed through Congress signed by the President of the United States mm-hmm. of America. When you look at President Donald Trump, historic low unemployment for minorities, for black people, and also a 50, 60 year low of unemployment for women. So Donald Trump's policies, America first policies were very successful in our time period. I mean, you could just go to Barack Obama, go from Barack Obama to Trump, and then now look at Joe Biden. And here's another statistic that you people have to take into consideration. And this is also goes for Joe Biden. Under President Trump's last year or so as president, there was a global pandemic, which, which adds to unemployment and all of the other elements that we see. Same criticism can go for, for Joe Biden. You can't really Talk about his administration and economy when you're looking at a, a, a global pandemic in his administration. So, although you may be putting out some truthful statements, they're inconsistent and they're not 
transparent enough to paint the picture of the full spectrum. That's why I say people that are watching this, what was your finances like? What was your unemployment status like? Could you find a job under President Trump? Or were you struggling to find a job under President Trump? Those are the things that I think will be more applicable to people looking at these data points and coming up with a conclusion of their own. Officer Tatum, since that wasn't enough for you, let me give you some more context, okay? You continue to say that there was record unemployment. The truth is there was record underemployment under the Trump administration. You know he holds the record for the most underemployed workforce in American history. When you look at the U6 rate, well, you can disagree on facts all you want to, brother. It doesn't require your facts out. You, you sir, it doesn't me. require your agreement. But I'm going to give you exactly where you can research what I said. I always do. I want you to look at a the U6 rating model. Easy to find. The U6 rating system shows that black unemployment and underemployment was well over 20%. That black people, while they had more direct contact with what they deemed to be technical employment under the U3 survey model, they were making less money. Not only less money because of lack of consistent work or working part-time jobs or contractual labor or labor that was seasonal. They also made less on the dollar because the Department of Justice through a directive from President Trump said do not go after jobs or go after corporations for active workplace discrimination. Well, what happened in that scenario? Well, you saw that black men were making roughly 72 cent on the dollar of their white male counterparts with a similar education and experience background. Under Donald Trump, that number started going in the wrong direction. It was going in the right direction under President Obama. Here's what I would like you to explain to me, brother. If everything was so good for black folks in America, why is it that you had a net decrease in the amount of money, household median income, that black families brought home? How did that happen? Okay, so let's 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 talk about a lot of things here. Mm-hmm. A president of the United States is is in the federal government. Um, employment status and, and opportunities in particular areas are not predicated on the president himself. You just the president, gave whether it's Trump. Biden, whether it's Obama, whether it's any, okay. these are presidents. These these are one one individual. They do not have leverage in the state. So you they don't. They, they're not mayors. Trump. They're not governors. Okay. They are not creating jobs. Ah, these people they it. pass policies to a certain degree that mm-hmm. will encourage certain people in certain states to create opportunities. The presidents don't. So if you you live in the state of Georgia, the governor, the mayor have policies within your state that can either improve or de-incentivize the growth of economic power in your state. Look at California and look at the implementation of laws and implementation of taxation and look at how you know there are poor and homeless people out of control. And you go to some place like Florida and you look at there's no state income tax, people are flourishing, all of the above. States have a lot to do with employment and non-employment. And like I said, your statistical data, I take it at face value. But let's evaluate it and are we adding in the pandemic as a as a as a factor of no, unemployment no, under the no, Trump sir. administration. So one, I'm not even talking about post-pandemic numbers whatsoever. No, what you said so, under Trump's oh. administration, he was the president during a global pandemic. Brother, when you I am calculate going to, unemployment brother? under his Administration, are you calculate unemployment in the year of the pandemic, which 
many people, I mean, the numbers will be skewed of unemployment. Brother, the statistics show that okay. Donald Trump had the most you, afraid of facts. unemployment. Uh, the data that I'm citing, the data that I'm citing, it actually is pre-COVID data because I wanted to be fair in the proclamation so of the which, date. Which years? So, which years? Uh, is it, it stops is it? at 2019. It okay. stops at 2019. No, 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 no. Okay, now, when you say brother, that, how brother. much rollover? How much brother. rollover? How much rollover goes mm. from president to president? Because you claim that, uh, that Mr. Obama Mr. took Tatum. off, that Mr. he Tatum. inherited Tatum. Uh, a bad Tatum. economy from Bush. And because of the government bailout, somehow we recovered. Now, how Mr. much Tatum. of Obama is dragged into the Trump administration? You finished. I'm just. I would like for you to ask me that question. Okay. How much? So hang here's, how much here's the question. Roll to answer based on, the on your misguided conclusion about my numbers. So let me finish giving more clarity because I care about people getting the truth. You may care about making a point. I care about them getting the truth. The numbers that I'm quoting are pre-pandemic numbers because it's unfair for me to quote numbers and include the pandemic ratio because that is a nuance that nobody could calculate. Nobody could predict that happened, even though Trump handled it horribly. I still would not include that in the mix of job data reports. So let me go to 2017, 2018, okay? You remember the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, right? You remember that, Donald Trump said that he would Lead this country to a massive tax cut that people will pay less in taxes, it would be historic. You're going to pay so little in taxes, and my friends are going to pay so much. They're not going to like me anymore. Remember that promise? I mean, Trump said that. He told you that his friends would pay more in taxes, and that you and me would pay less than we've ever paid. That was the campaign promise. He even said it while he was president of the United States. The IRS collected. $93 billion more from average individuals, everyday working Americans. People pay more in taxes under Trump. They could write off less things. They could take less deductions. They could take less opportunity in the taxation code. And you had a graduated effect that allowed people you to, sir, I'm gonna finish my point. That allowed people in business to take advantage of loopholes while regular everyday people could not. So here's the numbers, $93 billion, Americans paid more in taxes during that TCJA plan. That number also coincides with the tax break that Trump did give businesses, which equated to $91 billion. So what you see is not a tax cut, it was a tax shift. Nobody paid a record lower amount. Did you pay a record low amount of taxes under Donald Trump? Well, I have a, I have multiple corporations, so. Did you pay a record low amount of taxes? Well, my tax code is lower than it would be under uh, Barack Obama, so. What about your employees? My what? Your employees, did they pay the lowest amount they've ever paid before, like Trump said they would? Did that happen? Well, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what their taxes are. I don't know what they tax, I don't know how much they pay in taxes, I don't know what they write off, so. Okay, since 1933. The economy has grown an average of 4.6% under Democratic presidents and only 2.4% under Republicans. You call that a coincidence? Well, let me let me explain this because there's a there's a great economist named Thomas Sowell. He explains the tax cut versus um, raising taxes. Now, I, I agree with you that 
when you raise taxes, more people pay into the treasury. And here's why, when you say you're gonna lower taxes and taxes appear to be reasonable to the average individual. And this is quoted from the economist Thomas Sowell. Um, people are more willing to actually pay taxes. Companies, individuals are more willing to pay taxes. When you raise taxes, people are less willing to pay taxes. They use loopholes and businesses completely skate on taxes, multi-billion dollar businesses skate on taxes. Now here is you proving the point and the whole re, one of the reasons why I came on here to talk about AOC and taxing the rich is that when you see them claim that they're gonna tax everybody this crazy percentage, you get less income into the United States Treasury. When people, conservatives, Republicans say that they're gonna lower taxes. You see people being more willing to pay taxes and there is more taxes to the Treasury and so the lie of saying tax the rich, tax the rich is a deception. Because we have seen historically that people have not paid taxes under that guise and under that policy. And we see lower income into the treasury of the United States of America. So I would agree with you that people were expecting to get breaks under President Trump, even because he promised them. Well, he made a promise and I don't think that everybody felt that promise because I know people who make millions of dollars, who've paid millions of dollars in taxes and they didn't get a tax break. And they do you think, and, and we're running out of time. Uh, my producer is giving me the wrap up sign. Do you think that rich people pay their fair share? This is what it's about more so than anything. Do well, you think they pay their fair share in taxes? Th that's a nuanced question because what is fair share? You paying ninety, you paying seventy percent of taxes while another person pay twenty percent, and that's considered fair? I don't think so. Um, do rich people pay an? Uh, uh, Taxes in the rates that middle class do? No, they don't. They have millions of dollars to spend on, uh, you know, uh, bookkeepers and all kind of stuff that they do. Okay. They pay but the see, minimum amount of taxes. This is a real simple possible. question. Eighty percent of Americans do not believe rich people pay their fair share. Real simple question. I don't believe rich people pay their fair share. It's not a nuanced question. Well, I know rich people that pay. pay I, I have a friend that pay four million dollars in taxes. That's based more, on that's how much more taxes than anybody that you how know combined. How much I mean, does he any, make? Any, any working class person that you How know does he make? will pay taxes. How much does he make? Well, you know, you can do you can do the reverse math. I mean, he okay, paid four brother. million dollars. Right. That's more than okay. everybody that live in the you know. Right. It's about percentage model. It if it's not about percentage model, That's it becomes fair. regressive. What, what is fair? It, it becomes well, a regressive the, tax. The top 1% okay, pay all the taxes. All right, That's brother. Not fair. Brother, I'm going to bring you back because I do want you to research the numbers that I gave you and then come back so you can intellectually engage in what those numbers mean, all right? I appreciate right, you being on the me. show. No, brother, do your own research now, damn it. I'm no, not you gotta send me I'm, what you want me to- No, man, I'm, I'm not doing that. You respond you, to, brother, you I can, can go come back. and give you stats. Just, I just can go ahead give and you hit, stats from my perspective. Watch, watch this on YouTube and then figure out what you need to go research, all right, brother? I appreciate <laughs> you being on the show.